Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the All About Health podcast, episode 23. My name is George Overbeck, and I'm your host, and I'm joined by a very special guest today, my father, Jason Overbeck. Welcome, father. How are you doing today? I'm having an amazing day. That's great. So my dad, uh, he just flew in last night from Vancouver. What's, how long was your flight? It was about six hours. Not so bad. And what did you do on your flight? I listened to a podcast. Very nice. And I played some games on my phone. And I uh, had some tonic water. Wow. Good things to do when you're on a, on a plane for sure. Uh, so today I'm going to be interviewing my father and we're going to talk about his fitness journey and some of his favorite meals, his fitness goals, Magnum supplements, uh, his fitness inspirations and some other things as well. Um, so father, you listen to this podcast every once in a while, right? I've listened to all the episodes. Wow. Thank you so much. Uh, so, you know, I always start the podcast with a segment. And actually two segments. And so he's going to be part of these today. Uh, our first segment is what is your favorite movie or podcast or show that you've been into recently? Um, yeah, that's actually I have one to share because I've just gotten into Yellowstone with mm. Kevin Costner. And I know like Yellowstone's been around for a few years and people have, you know, actually people told me about it a couple of years ago. Yeah. But I just started and finished season one over the last couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, and it's really good, actually. I really liked it. And I'm looking forward now because I have like, there's five seasons of it. So I'm only at season one. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be cool to see where it goes. When did it start? Do you know? Feels like during the pandemic, mm-hmm. I think. 2019, 2020. I'm not sure. But uh, somewhere in there. I remember seeing uh, the commercials for it when it was first coming out. And you were interested in it then. But we were not. <laughs> yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's included, it's free, it doesn't cost any extra. And yeah. like, nice. so far I have nothing but good things to say about season one. All right. Well, my favorite of the week is going to be a podcast. And if you've watched the most, or you've listened to the most recent episodes of my podcast, you know that my favorite show recently has been Grey's Anatomy. And so I recently found that Ellen Pompeo, who plays Meredith Grey on the show, she had a podcast. And so I have been listening to her podcast recently. Uh, It's called Tell Me. And it's really interesting because she interviews a lot of the people who were on Grey's Anatomy with her. Like she interviewed Patrick Dempsey. And so I have been listening to that one recently. So if you're a Grey's Anatomy fan, then I've really been enjoying Tell Me by Ellen Pompeo. Now, Father, our second segment is what has been your favorite recipe or meal or food or snack recently? Uh, Okay, so one thing I did, uh, actually I've done a couple times over the past few weeks and earlier this week is I made almost like my own version of a jambalaya. Mm. So it's not exactly jambalaya, but it's like it has a lot of vegetables as the base, onion, peppers, tomatoes, maybe peas, whatever I can put in there. But then I'll add into that, like that'll go into a frying pan or a, or a, a, a pan on the stove. Yeah. And I'll add into their shrimp. Uh, I bought like shrimp meat mm-hmm. and also scallops. Wow. Um, and then sometimes I'll, 
put in the uh, the rice, like some rice in there to, yeah. to kind of soak up some of the juice and to make it a little thicker, which is amazing. Or sometimes I'll use like the shiritake noodles or the shiritake rice. Cool. Um, and it's just got like, it's a great collection of flavors. Mm, collection. It is. And normally I'm not a big eater of like, I like to separate my food and stuff like that, yeah, but yes. that jambalaya is like delicious. Is this what you were making the other day when we were on FaceTime? Mm-hmm. I saw him make it. It was very, he was doing a cooking show for me. So my favorite recipe of the week, I actually just made this yesterday, is a quinoa pizza crust. So it's, I have the recipe posted on my Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube shorts. And it's where you soak some quinoa overnight and then you blend it the next day with some seasonings and baking powder. And then you just pour that onto a baking sheet and bake it as you would pizza crust. I had it last night for dinner. I was really impressed for it just being quinoa. It's a great like gluten-free vegan option. So if you wanna check that out, recipes on all of my social medias, which are linked down below. All right, Father, are you ready to get into your interview now? I am ready. Okay. So um, my dad is a big inspiration for me with fitness. How long have you been in the fitness world, and how did your fitness journey start? Well, I feel like I've been athletic my entire life. Mm -hmm. Like, even as a kid, played sports, and through high school, I was always, always baseball, hockey, volleyball, whatever, right? I always loved sports. Um, but I would say my fitness, like as it is today, has really started probably just shy of 10 years ago or so, give or take. Um, and it started with my wife, Becky, which I'm sure everyone knows. Um, I had purchased for her a gym membership and she went and really fell in love with it and, uh, was making progress and was kind of like encouraging me. And at that point in time, I wasn't overly interested in the gym, actually. I was playing hockey once a week, and, you know, I loved where I was at. Um, and I, I was maybe 180, 185 pounds at that point. And the company that I worked for, uh, this is now like 2015, 2016, something like that. company that I worked for, one of the perks that they had was that if you passed a series of fitness tests, you could get a day off of an extra day off of work. And it was interesting because I had worked for that company up to that point for eight or nine years and they had offered that every year mm-hmm. and I had never attempted it. I had never, just never attempted it. Anyways, this particular year, it was a combination of my wife kind of encouraging me and uh, I think I needed an extra vacation day. I don't remember the reason why, but I needed an extra day off. And so I went and did this fitness test. Mm-hmm. There was a gym on site. It was a big corporate campus. Um, and it was a series of eight or nine different tests. There was like, a, you had to run a mile in a, below a certain time. You had to do, I think it was 30 push-ups. You had to, uh, there was a flexibility portion of it. A bunch of different things that made up successfully passing this test. Cool. And one of the elements of it was a body fat test. They, they you know, you... They hooked you up where I think on your toe and on your finger and they ran like an electrical current through you to, to run to measure your body fat percentage. Mm. And they did that to me and the results came back and I was like, I forget what it was exactly, but it was like 23, 22.9, 23.1, somewhere around there, body fat percentage. Yeah. And uh, I remember because the threshold for passing the test, I think was... I was just under, it was like 24% or it was 
23% or whatever it was, but I was just under the threshold that was considered kind of acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got thinking about that. And like I said, at the time I was around 180 or 185 pounds. And I was just kind of doing that math. And I was like, okay, 20 some odd percent body fat percentage, 180 pounds. So I'm like, that means I'm carrying around 40 pounds of fat on my body. Yeah. And that was a bit of a light bulb moment for me mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, I think I should probably do something about that. And at that point, I was still, like I say, focused more on hockey than anything else. And I was thinking like, man, if I like lose 10 pounds of fat, I'm going to be a better hockey player. <laughs> that's a good so, motivation. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where my head was at at that time. So that's what really compelled me to kind of dig in more into fitness and, and that whole environment. Very cool. It's cool that your, your work did that and had that as an option. So now you've been in, on your fitness journey for 10 years, as you said. What are some things that you've accomplished in that time that you're most proud of, like in your fitness journey with health and fitness, that type of thing? Well, uh, a lot of it is shared with, with Becky, with my wife. Um, again, the, the creation of the babe cave, which is yeah. 98% her, but you know, and whatever small share I had <laughs> in that, I was super proud of that, of, you know, building that facility and, and getting it operational like it was. Yeah. Um, we've had some incredible partnerships over the years. Um, of course I'm super proud and continue to be proud to be part of the Magnum team and uh, proud to have been able to participate in some really cool events with them. Yeah. Like, uh, the Arnold Classic in Columbus on a couple times and at the Olympia in Vegas. And when I say participate, it was, uh, you know, helping them with their booth. It wasn't yeah. like I participated in the show or anything like that. <laughs> no. But so cool to be around that kind of group of people and that, that vibe. Mm-hmm. And then there's others too. Like we had the photo shoot with Status Fitness Magazine yeah. and, and the whole arranging of taking some of our team out to California mm-hmm. and uh, you know a photo shoot in Venice Beach and all of that environment. Like those are some really, real, really cool highlights that I think about when I think about my fitness journey. Yeah, that's definitely true. Like, especially when you were talking about like the Olympia and Arnold and stuff like that. Like think about how few people have been able to go with Magnum to those like big Olympia expos or Arnold. Like those are big fitness expos. Um, that would be very cool. And yeah. I'm sure you want to go again one day. I do. I'm very grateful for having gone and, and I hope we get a chance in the future to go again for sure. I want to go too. I'd like to go with you. Would be awesome. So since you've done so many things in your fitness journey, what would be your advice for a beginner to the health and fitness world? Well, I think my advice wouldn't be necessarily about the things, like about the photo shoots and the the events and stuff like that, but just more so from on the training side of things. Um, The biggest advice... I would give someone is the importance of nutrition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that there's lots of effective ways of working out in the gym, depending on what your goal is. Yeah. If your goal is fat loss, there are certain ways that you can work out uh, that promotes that. If your goal is to primarily build muscle, there are certain ways that you can work out to build that. And all that kind of information is available online and, and you can find it. But you really do yourself a disservice if you don't focus as much effort on your nutrition as you do your time in the gym. Yeah. 
Um, and I've seen this, and it was myself too at the very start of the journey where I wasn't really caring about my nutrition and I was just kind of working out. But it wasn't really till I dialed that in uh, that I could see the benefits and the real change that focusing on your nutrition coupled with an effective workout routine can really have on changing your body composition. Yeah, that's for sure. And as you, as I always say, like food is fuel. So if you're not fueling yourself properly, you're not going to be able to really get the most out of your workouts anyway. So I definitely agree with that. So obviously you've been through a lot in your fitness journey and accomplished many things, but what would you say are your fitness goals for the next year? Like the rest of 2023? Well, you know, for 2022, uh, prior to 2022, I would say I was one of the areas that I was lacking in, in my, in the gym was any sort of ongoing focus on lower body. Mm. I think like many guys, you know, I preferred doing upper body exercises and yeah. lower body in 2022. I kind of made a personal goal for myself to really focus on and stick to a lower body routine. And you've done good with that. And, I've, and I feel like I've been successful in that in 22. I've, I've done squats literally all year, deadlifts literally all year as part of my programming and some more lower body focus movements. I feel, still feel, and you think about what my goals are for this year, is that's an area that I continue to grow mm-hmm. and I want to see development in. Like when I look at my quads or things like this, that's an area for me that I, I, I think there's opportunity there that yeah. I'm not fully tapped into yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm 44 years old now. Um, I don't have the muscle building capabilities as I did of a 25-year-old or even a 30-year-old. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I can't continue to build muscle. Certainly I can. And I think my lower body is an area that is an opportunity for me in 2023 to continue to focus on and build muscle. I love that answer. Do you think that you've seen uh, progress? Like, have you seen progress in your legs since 2022? It's it's tough, right? Because you're always your own worst critic. That's or, true. Right? Um, here's what I'll call on to that question. I have been the most consistent with my lower body training in 2022 as I ever have been in my life. That's good. So, even if when I look in the mirror, you know, if I struggle to see gains... I know that they're there yeah. and I know if I stay the course, even more will come. Maybe next leg day we'll have to do a comparison because your, your quads used to be smaller than mine. So we'll have to see. <laughs> I don't know if that was ever true. <laughs> I, I dispute those facts. <laughs> okay. So that, those are your fitness goals for the rest of the year. What are your fitness goals for the rest of your life? You're, you're still a young spring chicken. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think when you talk about fitness for the rest of my life, it's just that it's Mm -hmm. consistency. Um, I don't see this as a season in my life or something that I'm just doing right now. Yeah. And I think that's one of the powerful things about fitness and what can really make fitness effective for someone is if they find a way to work out a way of fitness that they enjoy that they can see themselves doing for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about goals for me, and, and I know this is maybe a simple goal, but it's just consistency. Yeah. I, I want to be consistent week in, week out, uh, 
because I love it actually. I love going. I miss it now. If I if I miss a gym day or something like that, which is rare, but if it happens, it's I, you know. So my goal, as I think about the future, is to maintain that consistency. I love it. And making it a lifestyle is the is a big tip for anybody who's a beginner. Um, so switching over to healthy eating now and diet, because that's another big part of your health and fitness. What does a typical day of eating look like for you? Do you focus on hitting any certain things during the day? Tell me all about that. Yeah, I'm, I would say I'm a pretty consistent eater, Mm -hmm. which means I eat a lot of, you know, I, I have a lot of the same things in my diet pretty regularly. Yeah. My main focus is protein. I want to make sure that I'm feeling my body with, uh, you know, we talked about different macros of protein, fats, and carbs. Mm-hmm. I focus on protein. I, I absolutely demand of myself that I hit my daily protein goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fats and carbs, I'm, I'm less uh, focused on. Wherever they end up, they kind of end up. Yeah. Um, but protein is one for me that's essential. So think about like a day of eating for me. I start 95% of my mornings with oatmeal. Yeah. So I'll have 40 grams of oatmeal mixed with 50 grams of Magnum Quattro and some sort of a fruit that I'll put in there. Lately, I've been loving uh, bananas. Like I'll, I'll, I'll cut up a banana and put it in and kind of mix it all in. And it's this like delicious, mm, it's so good. Or I'll put frozen blueberries in uh, at other times or any sort of fruit that will go in there. But the staple of my day, first thing, you know, in the morning is protein uh, with oatmeal and, and protein powder, quattro. Delicious. It is. It is delicious. Um, and I know, like, I track that in my fitness pal. I know I'm getting a great protein start to the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not super calorie dense for breakfast, so it's, it, it's a great start to my day. My lunch, so usually I'll have prepped my lunch the night before, and it's usually whatever I had for dinner the night before, or part of what I had for dinner the night before. So oftentimes I'll have chicken breast, or maybe some sort of ground turkey, or ground chicken, or even extra lean ground beef, and I'll have made an extra breast, for example, or an extra portion that I'll take with me for lunch to work the next day. Mm-hmm. And then I'll also, like, I'll, I'll put that into a Tupperware container with, let's say, 200 grams of chicken breast, and I'll put another 200 grams of broccoli, 100 grams of baby carrots, yeah. something like that, and that's my lunch. Uh, you know, very, very something similar to that most days. Yeah. And then dinner, I have a little bit more variety in my dinner. I go back and forth with that kind of skillet, type of idea with some meat and vegetables and stuff like that, uh, or a big salad. I'm a big fan of a, you know, I've got this big salad bowl and I'll put, you know, romaine lettuce or iceberg lettuce or whatever in the bottom of it, then all the vegetables in and whatever lean meat uh, on top to finish my day. And uh, so that was breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Typically in the evenings, one thing that I I have to discipline myself on, but I, I, I am a snacker in the evenings, so I like pretzels um i like popcorn you also have your greek yogurt quattro mixture yeah yeah thanks yeah i forgot to mention that but that's that's kind of a midday snack sort of thing again helps me if i have uh 175 grams of of greek yogurt uh just plain zero percent greek yogurt and another 40 grams of quattro 
Um, and it's mix that together and it's delicious and a great little kind of mid-afternoon or late afternoon snack. Nice. And then I would say the one thing that I uh, look forward to most days is dark chocolate. So usually mm. in the evening I'll have a square or two or three of uh, <laughs> dark chocolate. Um, and it's a great way to, and I, for the darker the better, I like 90%, 85%, 100%. Wow. Love it. Cool. And so that would be like a typical day of eating. Uh, but do you have any like fun meals? Like you like to switch it up every once in a while, try new recipes, anything like that? Well, I would say I switch up my meats a little bit. Like I, I've lately, I've had some bison meats, which was kind of fun. Mm. Uh, different, right? Uh, I mentioned about the shrimp and kind of that whole jambalaya thing earlier. That's that's kind of fun. Um, yeah, when I'm obviously when I'm together with you guys here in the family, we'll barbecue and have steak and this yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, but I, honestly, I'm pretty consistent in the way I eat, so I don't have I don't have that too much variation that way. Yeah. Well, you were saying the other day that you had edamame, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll add that into my vegetables sometimes. Nice. Yeah, I'll buy broccoli or edamame or um, uh, yellow or sweet potato mm. or squash, all of those kind of vegetables. Uh, nice. Beets, I love beets. Pickles. Love it. Very, very nice. Um, so we're going to switch it over now a little bit to, again, back to your like fitness journey and inspiration and stuff like that. Who would be some inspirations for you in the health and fitness space? Well, of course, first and foremost, I have to mention your mom. Yeah. Back, right? Because she, she started before any of us, really, right? And she was the real catalyst for our family. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, you know, number one for me is, is watching her and her journey. Yeah. And then earlier we talked about Magnum. And, of course, Magnum is owned by Marcus Collius. And he is... An incredible human being. Uh, if you're not following on him on Instagram, you, you should be at Marcus Collius. Um, and so he continues to be a source of inspiration for me. And there's so many other uh, members of the Magnum team, other Magnum athletes mm-hmm. that are incredible. That are like I could name literally dozens that are so inspirational in the way that they show their fitness goals, show their progress are encouraging to to those following them so many that could be mentioned so they're they're definitely a source of inspiration for me mm-hmm. and then um i think you you spoke earlier about different podcasts so i i one of the podcasts that i listen to r- regularly is one uh fitness podcast by the name of mind pump mm-hmm. and it's three hosts three guys that are all roughly my age that have all been in the fitness industry for a long period of time and uh, they're a source of inspiration for me as well because they talk about some of the challenges that they're going through with their fitness goals and where they are in life and dealing with balancing family and fitness and, and, and all these kind of things. And they're also really edu- educational in the way that they uh, help to shape you know, different ideas around workout routines and things like this. Cool. Yeah, I, I know that's a, a very popular podcast. I have personally never really listened to it, but I know that you do love it. I do. So we're gonna we have one more question, and you were talking about Marcus and Magnum, and so we're gonna finish off with a fun question. 
what are three of your favorite Magnum supplements? And again, Magnum is always linked down below. So if you want to check it out, you can use code Overbeck to save. But Father, what would be your three favorites? So uh, I mentioned it already, but number one for me is Quattro. Like their protein is awesome. Uh, I use it regularly every day, literally every day. Yeah. Um, so number one for me is Quattro. It's, it's the best. So my dad loves the regular Quattro and I love the Quattro vegan. I think that as much as you love regular Quattro, I love Quattro vegan. So that's one of my favorite things about Magnum is that they have mm. both, like both of those options. So whether you are vegan or not, both are awesome. Okay. What are your other two? And then, uh, just, I guess, uh, a relatively short time ago, they re relaunched their pre-workout mm -hmm. limitless. Yeah. And the flavoring in that is awesome. I love the fact that it includes uh, creatine right into the pre-workout and you don't have to take an auxiliary creatine supplement. Um, so I would say Limitless is probably number two. I'm on that, like I cycle on and off pre-workout, but when I'm on, I'm on Limitless for sure. Yeah. And then number three would probably be Volume. Uh, and Magnum Volume is basically a vasodilator just to help you get like better pumps and, and blood flow while you're working out. And I love that probably purely for vanity reasons. <laughs> just so when you're in the gym and you're looking in the mirror and your veins are all popping and you're like, ah! And it's, you know, it's a relatively inexpensive product and it's awesome. Yeah, I agree. I like all of those ones. So, Father, that is the end of our interview. Thank you very much for being on the podcast today. You're a great, what's the word, guest? Thank you. Thank you for being here. Awesome to be here, Georgia. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Again, everything is linked down below. So if you want to check out my Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, uh, that's all linked down below. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you and you'll hear me in the next episode.